0: Hey, Exchange family, this is Exchanging Stories.
1: And I think what I loved most about that season is it was really hard to be a Christian. Sometimes living in the Bible Belt, we can be lulled into this autopilot mode.
0: Hey, Exchange Church, today uh, we are with Christine Long. Hey, Christine.
1: Hey, good to be here.
0: So uh, some exchange folk might not know how to put a face with a name or uh, know any part of your story, which is why we're here today. Uh, But if they don't know you, uh, maybe introduce yourself for a second, tell them, uh, tell us uh, how you found exchange maybe, and what's something about exchange that you um, like that makes you call it home.
1: Yeah. All right. Hey, everyone. So I am in my 20s. I graduated from NC State University, and I'm originally from Raleigh, born and raised. Um, I found exchange through, actually at my job that I was working at in college, my mentor slash manager, she was going to exchange, that was Reagan Reynolds, and through our friendship um, as fellow believers in the marketplace, we just um, got really close and at one point in my life, my apartment flooded <laughs> it yeah. was sewer water. You made your rounds yeah. with
0: like several, staying with several exchange folks. <gasps>
1: yep. Yeah, it was great. And um, so at that point in time, I'd, I'd visited exchange a little, but I mean, I moved out here and already knew a lot of the church. Um, there's just a lot of wonderful people. And I think what drew me in was, you know, I lived with half the church, but yeah. then, <laughs> also just, just the community, yeah. um, like the people were so wonderful and welcoming and... Yeah, just open arms, just open arms. Um, really had the hands and feet of Jesus before me, which was awesome. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I've been coming to exchange for about a year. from okay. This summer. Yeah. Um, and it's been great. I love it a lot.
0: Yeah, it's not. Uh, it's it's probably for a 23 year old at the time, uh, mm-hmm. right out of college. It's probably not like the. We're probably not on the top five list of of churches for. Uh, you know, young professionals in, in the realm of like our demographic, mm-hmm. you know, it's just, um, that's not who we are yet. You yeah. know, m- maybe the Lord is, is bringing more and doing more, uh, as we just try to be more intentional with that, uh, group. But also like, what, what was it that kind of made you that, that had to be a hurdle maybe, uh, what may, was it that you were like, Oh, you know, like, I don't see a lot of me mm-hmm. in, in church here. Um, but, um, but these people are real.
1: Yeah, yeah. So, I mean, I think coming out of college ministries, you're in a lot of homogenous groups. Um, you know, maybe you're different socioeconomic, racially, but you're all in your 20s and you yeah. don't really know what's going on. Yeah. <laughs> Even when you do have the Holy Spirit, um, it's still just a lot of new things. So I think one of the things that really attracted me to Exchange is just, it's like a fountain of wisdom, you know? Um, like I tell my friends outside of Exchange all the time, I think the median age of my friends that I hang out with now is probably like 50, uh, 40, <laughs> That's 50. Awesome. Yes. And it, it's just great because I think I get a lot of wisdom. I get a lot of pouring into, and yeah. I'm around a lot of people who have seen a lot of life yeah, um, that have walked with the Lord through hard seasons and good seasons and are just really faithful. Yeah. Um, so it's been a really amazing season, I think, of being poured into. And, you know, there are some young people and we have yeah, a good time yeah, together. Of course. Yeah, 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 yeah. All five of us. Um, no, but it's great. It but is But when growing. you're coming
0: out of college, you yeah. know, there's, a, there's certain larger churches that have like, you know, just like well-organized groups yeah. and, and times and hangouts that, you know, it's typically, you know, rightfully so, can be a great spot to land. And so, um, you know, I'm, I'm glad you're here. You've been really yeah. good. Uh, one quick story. Uh, about Christine is that uh, when we were meeting outside um, it, it was blistering uh, sun shining down and I think in one moment I was probably sweating more than normal and uh, then the next week I get a package here in the mail that's anonymous uh, but is the rainbow colored like umbrella hats shade hats that you the elastic band you know <laughs> the whole thing the whole thing. And I, I, um, I probably questioned at least ten people that were on my list of who I believed would have sent those to me. Uh, and remained- I don't
1: think we we knew each other that well at that point. No, no, Ed. we didn't. No,
0: we didn't. <laughs> and so I think yeah. I, it was a, remained a mystery for probably I don't know six or seven months. Yeah. And, uh, just a while back, Christine fessed up to it in, in a meeting we were having. And so, uh, if, if you don't know anything else about Christine, that sums up, you know, that while I'm preaching, uh, outside, she's Amazoning yep. um, umbrella hats. <laughs> yep.
1: I stand so, by that. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh,
0: so Christine, um, tell us a little bit about how you came to faith. You grew up here in, in, in Raleigh, um, grew up in and around the church in some regard but how how do you really connect with jesus and what's your story uh to follow him uh, and i'm asking that just so you know uh it's it's taking her in places where uh, her her faith is being asked to walk in different lights right now and so i want to start with just the beginning of that so then we can get to the story of like so where god's taking you right now
1: yeah yeah absolutely so um grew up around the church um some good some bad saw a lot um experienced a good bit of church hurt and um you know i just think i i saw some things misrepresented Mm -hmm. about religion and about christianity and by the time i got to high school i was just doing my own thing um i thought i don't need that you know maybe if i settle down one day but it seems like it would just be a drag and i thought it was just kind of a lot of legalism that uh wouldn't be any fun and then I started doing Young Life at my high school, and I remember thinking like, oh, I'm not about this, but they know how to have fun, so I'll I'll stick around. And um, yeah, I became friends with my Young Life leader, Katie, and she was just amazing. Like, when I look back on that season, what I remember the most about her is she was so slow, and I don't mean that in terms of laziness, but she was just walking with God at a really steady pace, mm. when just everything around her was was chaos, um, and it was just like going and going and going. And yeah, I just um, had a friendship with her for a couple of years, and she was consistent, she was filled with love, she was servant-hearted, um, and she was always, she just had this, this peace about her. Mm. Um, so I think, being friends with her is when I started to become friends with Jesus. And um, it was such a gift. She was, she is a wonderful person. And um, yeah. And so eventually, you know, I I realized all these things around me, the things that I thought would lead to life, would be fun, are really just leading to death. Um, And what she has, whatever it is, is full of life. And it was, I mean, such a stark contrast, you know, to the lives of everyone around me um, at my school and my friends and so yeah so I think she was just really faithful to lay the gospel out for me multiple times but also you know when it came down to it at the point when I was realizing this isn't enough and and I need something you know that's going to sustain me so yeah so that was wonderful um she's great and And that's
0: like junior year of high school or something yeah
1: towards the end so like junior senior year and then Um, I got to college, and I got involved with a local church. Where it's
0: really easy to follow Jesus. Yeah,
1: yeah. yeah. So, I mean, looking back, it's kind of crazy. As a young believer, I feel like the Spirit just led me into a lot of really solid decisions to set me up well. Yeah. So, I actually changed my mind about the college I was going to go to based off of where I knew there were Christians. That's awesome. um, And solid churches. And, yeah, and then I chose a roommate who I... Like from the beginning, I knew this girl was just filled with the Holy Spirit. And I mean, I was a baby, baby believer, you know, so it was really cool looking back and just thinking about all of that. And I think those two things really set me up well because I had connections with the local church um, and I had community that I lived with. Yeah. Um, So yeah, that was, that was great. It is, I mean, it's hard to follow Jesus anywhere, but Especially in American colleges, yeah. you know, that yeah. are supposed to be the best four years of your life. Um, but we know that the best part of our life isn't here. Yeah. Um, so yeah. So I think I was just really fortunate to be in a solid, very solid college ministry. Was taught to read the Bible. Um, I was you made taught, good friend
0: choices. Yeah,
1: make good friend choices. How to be missional and how to share the gospel practically. Yeah. Um, and that was such a blessing to learn like very early on in my faith yeah. and at such a young age and um, yeah, so that was, that was really wonderful and I just had a lot of mentors around me that were just wonderful women of God and they taught me a lot um, you know, a lot of friends of many different backgrounds in college but the community, the church is like what really grounded me mm. at that time So
0: good Well, uh, you've got a lot of Um, moves here, uh, kind of physically, uh, metaphorically, you know, in your career-wise, like Mm -hmm. a lot of things coming up uh, for Christine. And and part of the reason for uh, this story is just really following Jesus wherever he pushes you to. Mm -hmm. And uh, you said you had a heart for missions before, and that's that's being kind of uh, pulled out of you now and pushed into your life in ways that Um, maybe some might find uncomfortable. Um, um, some of us might embrace those things, but it doesn't make it more easy or more difficult. It's just kind of, it is what it is. Mm -hmm. And the Lord is asking you uh, to do a couple of things right now. So, so share with us, um, a little bit about what you're going to be doing, where you're going to go, and then we'll get to the how and, and all of that kind of stuff, uh, really shortly after that.
1: Yeah, absolutely. So, it's crazy to say it, you know. Um, after a long time of waiting, but a
0: very highly publicized, very yeah. popular <gasps> podcast. Yes.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. All the whole world's going to hear this. Yes. Um. Yeah. So I will be moving to London, England, with my job. It is just a huge blessing uh, that the Lord's really provided. Honestly, a pretty easy way to go over, yeah. which is not very common, especially. Um. Yeah, in this day and age, just visas can be a real, a real headache, and So, I will be moving to London. I will be working, continuing the job I have now um, with some fellow exchangers, which is great. Um, And I will be joining a local church and just diving into ministry there. It's a really wonderful city. A lot of darkness spiritually, um, but the church is just on fire. Yeah. It's amazing. Yeah. Uh, Well,
0: historically, the church has grown under, uh, you know, suffering and persecution mm -hmm. and. Uh, when when there's darkness present, you know, the enemy, you know, the light has to overcome it and it yeah. will, you know, and I, I think I'm, I'm really excited to, to hear stories and to watch, you know, and to stay in contact. One of the things, though, like you said it in a in a way that said you're moving overseas with your job, mm-hmm. uh, but the job didn't come first. Right. Like the desire yeah. to go uh, came and like the lord working and then the lord provided also for this incredible job to to take with you. Is that right? Yeah, yeah, okay. that's
1: absolutely right. So way back, you know, when I was starting to get into missions and this this whole idea of going somewhere intentionally to share the gospel, I I was conflicted because I got really passionate about missions, but I was also really passionate about my career. I had a lot of goals, things I wanted to accomplish. And I didn't know how to reconcile those two things. Um, I just had the privilege of being exposed to a lot of people again in ministry and missions and faithful Christians in the secular marketplace. And I started learning about two concepts that really started to draw me in. So one was marketplace ministry and the other business missions. Um, so marketplace ministry taking a secular job and just being the hands and feet of Jesus, you know yeah. trying to go there and, Do what we're called to do anywhere right to love and to serve and to work as though we're working for the lord and not for man Mm -hmm. um and then business as missions is the idea to have a job secular or religious and have it take you somewhere intentionally where the gospel may not be there yet or you know it's certainly not in everyone's hearts there so that could be i mean the town over could be another state another country whatever and I remember learning about these things, and I was like, "Yes, I could do it all, yeah. <laughs> right?" Yes, and um, got really excited about all that. But you know, as we know, it's not about us. Yeah. Um, so the more and more I got into this world, and as I was learning about this, I talked to a lot of people who had done both of these, or you know, in conjunction or separately, and they were just telling me it takes years, like we're talking 10, 15, 20 years to be at a company and build up that kind of relationship where they'll trust you to send you overseas or let you go. And I was like, well, I don't want to wait that long, right? Um, And so I I did a lot of things trying to learn about ministry in a workplace and had a lot of really good teachings, read a lot of books about it. Um, And then as I was getting internships and jobs, Felt like the door was closing. Like it felt like I was pushing really hard where the Lord wasn't. Yeah. Um, and so all that kind of led to me taking a semester off college. And I went and I worked um, with a mission team in Spain. Okay. And I loved it. I loved seeing missions up close. I loved the families I worked with. And I mean, it's hard. They had been there for over almost 10 years trying to plant a church. And I think they've just now hit 11 years and they just planted this church, which is, I mean, a miracle. Yeah. Yeah. But when we were there, it was just, um, it was hard hard ground and they were really faithful. And I think what I loved most about that season is it was really hard to be a Christian. Mm. You know, I think sometimes living in the Bible Belt, we can be lulled into this autopilot mode where we're functioning with societal norms that we can mistake for Christian principles. Yeah. Um, And that's just not how we're called to live, you know? And I think um, it was challenging there because in order to be a Christian, in order to live out how the Bible calls us to live out, you had to really know the word and you had to really want it in order to live it out. Mm -hmm. Um, So I think it was just a season of refinement that I was, just thriving in because yeah. it was hard, but I was just like soaking all of this, this goodness up from the Holy Spirit.
0: So this is like a desire that the Lord has placed in you from before, some missions, workplace missions. Yeah. You experience a little bit of uh, missions while you're in college. You come back, you start to work mm-hmm. uh, for a good company here, get a, land a great job out yeah. of school. Um, feel like maybe okay, maybe not now. Mm-hmm. And then here recently, uh, you you kind of texted us and said, "Hey, I'm I'm headed to London <laughs> yeah. uh, for a little bit. Would you pray for me as I pray through, you know, next steps?" Mm-hmm. And so tell us just a little bit about that trip uh, that you took to even look and pray and think through: is this something that God is calling me to do?
1: Yeah, yeah. So. Oh, man, it was great. I had been praying, I think, a couple of things specifically over the past couple of years whenever I thought about moving on, right, and going to the next step. And, and number one was that I wouldn't be running away from anything. Um, number two is that it would be hard to leave. Yeah. I would be leaving from a healthy place. You know, I wouldn't be just running from things. I would actually be going mm-hmm. to something purposefully. And number three is that wherever I would go, I would have really solid community um, and I felt like number one and two over the past couple months have just been, I've really felt like it would be really hard to leave exchange. Mm. And, um, I don't think I'm, I'm running away from anything here, you know, and I went to go overseas, went to visit London for a couple weeks and it was just unreal mm. how many people I connected with and, um, just the friends that I made, the friends who I was staying with, um every night I would text them and be like, actually, I'm going to come home a few hours later than I said. And I would get home and they'd be like, how do you know all these people? And I mean, the Lord just provided. I just yeah. met a ton of brothers and sisters. And, um, by the end of it, it, it just felt like I was already a part of life there. Mm-hmm. Um, which was bizarre and not at all normal for that culture. You know, it's not like the South. Yeah. It's not like everyone's going to give you some lemonade on their front porch right. kind of thing. But did
0: you start speaking with an accent?
1: <laughs> I wish. That would be so cool. <laughs> Maybe. Yeah. Maybe yeah. next time. Maybe next time. Yeah. 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 But, um. but yeah, it was great. And the church there, oh man, they're just on fire. So I, I was spending a lot of time with two different churches and they are both just so wonderful. They're part of the same church planning network in London yeah. and um, just doing a lot of work amongst a lot of different demographics right because it's such a melting pot of a city yep. um, so you've got refugees on one street and millionaires on the next uh-huh. and equally spiritually broken people yeah. you know all over the place and yeah it's just um, the Holy Spirit's moving you know yeah. and, um I just got the privilege of seeing a lot of people's stories and a lot of things that the Lord has been doing there Um and I'm just really excited to be yeah. a part of it, yeah.
0: So you kind of have this desire uh, wanting to go attach yourself to a church plant in a really difficult, dark mm-hmm. city uh, that certainly has believers and certainly has good churches, but uh, it's just a different context than, than the south here where, mm-hmm. you know, you drive down a road and you pass the, the four churches that you don't want to go to to get to the fifth one that you yeah. do. You know, like we're in that, you know, but so you come home, And, um, you start talking to, uh, bosses, supervisors Mm -hmm. about uh, a possible location change and the Lord just opens up doors for you to keep the same job, Mm -hmm. right. And, and do it in London remotely.
1: Yeah. Yeah. So it's pretty great how it all worked out. I mean, I have been at this job for like three years now at this point. Um, so I started as an intern and I actually found this job on LinkedIn and I applied and got it, and I really had every intention of the world of getting this job, getting money, going to seminary, and moving overseas for the rest of my life. Okay. And um, actually, through, it's kind of how I came to exchange. So when I was working there, Reagan was also uh, one of my coworkers and my mentor at work. And so that's where we developed our friendship. And I just seeing her and some of our other brothers and sisters in the marketplace and just, you know— I want to say nothing spectacular but of course everything the Holy Spirit does is spectacular. It yeah. was just um, it was just faithfulness, you know, It's just yeah. being the hands and feet of Jesus and just um, loving and being kind and generous and full of truth and working for the Lord and so just fell in love with all of that all over again, you know, like yeah. I felt like I'd kind of given up my career dreams and gotten really content with this idea of full-time ministry, really excited and then the Lord kind of changed my heart and then brought me back to this. And he was like, no, I think I want you here. Yeah. And, um, so I just kind of kept staying and kept staying. And I was really clear from the beginning uh, with my team that I really wanted to go overseas. Yeah. Um, I didn't really know in what capacity, but that desire just never left. And so it was always kind of a conversation topic. And then um, this year, you know, as the global situation started changing a little, it just, the door open for me to go back and visit and so I went and I I I took a couple days off while I was there and then I also worked from our London office for a bit and I got on the phone with my boss at like 9 a.m the first day I was back at work and I was like we've got to apply <laughs> <laughs> like I've got to be here I just um yeah I just I knew like the Holy Spirit yep. gave me such a peace about it yeah and um yeah i'm just so excited to be a part of what's going on there and you know she laughed and then we put the application in like five minutes later well Um, i'm
0: excited that exchange is going to have a thumbprint you know in london and um kind of partnering with these church plants a little bit uh through your presence and um you know just advancements and relationships but uh tell us when you leave tell us when you're heading out
1: yeah so i will be heading out in august of the year 2022 okay Yeah.
0: So uh, coming up uh, into the summer, Mm -hmm. um, which we will stay in contact with you. We'll get updates about what's going on. Yeah, absolutely. Um, But if somebody wanted to reach out directly to you and Mm -hmm. say like, hey, Christine, tell us more about what you've got going on and what the Lord is doing in London, tell us a cool story, uh, help uh, spur our faith on and our workplace environment that we're trying to be missional in, Mm -hmm. uh, how could they reach out to you?
1: Yeah, so please shoot me an email at christinelong97 at gmail.com. Uh,
0: how can we pray for these churches in London?
1: Yeah, so first and foremost, I would just say for the fullness of the Holy Spirit, you mm-hmm. know, um, just for Him to lead them and guide them. Number two, just the Lord's provision. It's it's hard grounds to do ministry in, and um, there's a lot of logistical challenges that come with being a church in, mm. in one of the biggest cities in the world. Yeah. Um, and and lastly, I would just say pray for protection um, because, yeah, there's a lot of spiritual warfare, you know, mm-hmm. and they are not immune to it. And so just, just pray that the Lord would protect them, yes, but even more so equip them, right, with the armor of God. Yes. And that they would be prepared and ready at every fight.
0: That's so good. Yeah, yeah. Man, uh, I'm really proud of you for taking this step, Christine. And and I'm excited to see uh, what the Lord does over the next, you know, however long you're there. And um, i really excited to, to partner with you in uh, reaching London for Jesus.
1: Yeah, I'm pumped. I'm so excited for continued partnership, you know, yeah, for all eternity.
0: That's right. Exchange, I hope you enjoyed this story. I hope it spurs you in on your story and uh, even where the Lord has you. Uh, to be effective in your circle where he sovereignly placed you. Walk in the story, lean into your own story. We'll see you next time on Exchanging Stories.